Yo, welcome to Garage Hangs today. Your host, Chief Heimer here. I got a special guest in the building today. What up? My name's Devin. It's Heck nice yeah. to be here. Heck yeah. He's uh first time I've met Devin. We've uh, had a conversation on Facebook about shooting photos and doing stuff like that for quite a while and just haven't had the chance to do it, so I bring, about, you on the, I bring you on the show today. It's been about, what, two years since yeah. I met you? Yeah. And, well, okay, met. And uh, yeah, I never got around anything. <laughs> I know I've tried to buy stuff off you, that's about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've always been busy, haven't had the time to... Whoops, there we go. I don't know what... I'd... Still learning it. It's fun. It's yeah, fun. right. Yeah, there's. It's crazy. On my third episode, I had a problem with the actually the the video stopping like three times, and then this would stop like three times, and I didn't understand why. But ever since then, I have not had any issues with it at all. It was super weird. My buddy was like, "Oh, it's just me. I'm cursed." And all this other stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> "It's probably not it, man. It's just having some minor difficulties with it, I guess." That's the fun of recording equipment. Yeah. So, what do you want to get talking about today, man? You know, I'm not too. I'm not 100% familiar with these. Usually, everything just comes as it goes. Comes flows, yeah. So, I guess if you want, we can talk about photography since we're pretty good at talking about photography. Oh how, yeah. How long have you been shooting for? I've been shooting for roughly seven years. Started out with uh, my buddy Luke. Uh, I'm part of a group called WCC the, for cars in Wisconsin. Yeah. And I was at uh, Lake Mills uh, Cars and Coffee. And when you go there, it's it's not a whole bunch of Honda Civics and Geo Metros. You got people in GTRs and a couple of Lamborghinis. I'm like, it'll be kind of fun to take pictures of those. So I got I got my phone and I'm sitting here doing this. I'm like, God, these look like crap. <laughs> <laughs> so my buddy hands me his camera. He's got a he had a Canon uh, 7D Mark II. Oh I yeah. Think it was. Oh yeah. And. Uh, He's like, yeah, just just point in that direction and it'll it'll, uh, it'll do all the work for you. So I'm doing it, pulling it off. I pull off the SD card. He's, he's like, you can keep the SD card and upload it home. So I go home and I compare it from my phone to my ca- to the camera. And I'm like, all right, going on Google and say Amazon, figure out what the hell I want to buy. <laughs> then I ended up buying a. Uh, I had a GoPro Hero Three that I went on the Facebook Marketplace and I talked to somebody who had a. Uh, Sony A3000 from like 2008 or 2010, whenever the hell it came out. So I went and traded him a GoPro Hero 3 for this camera. Camera was also crap, but I'm like, alright, this is a start. So I'm going to do that as I'm going, as I'm going. I ended up selling the A3000 and buying an A6000 from uh, Best Buy. When I got that, it was winter, car shows were over, I was pissed. (laughs) (laughs) So I used that uh, barely at all, and around, t- around springtime came, I started, uh, over winter I learned a whole lot more about photography. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, okay, this is APS-C, I, don't, I didn't know what the hell a full frame camera was, so I'm looking up on Facebook, I'm like, who's selling just a basic Sony full frame camera? Full frame cameras are like three times the damn price of everything else. Yes, they are. But this guy down in uh, Rockford, he had a very used one, the one I, I, I've shown you on, in the pictures. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I use this for uh, uh, concerts. So the low light, here's some shots. He showed me a whole bunch of pictures. They were fantastic. The 6,000 by 4,000 resolution is awesome. So I'm like, okay, well, how much do you want for it? A thousand dollars. 
like, you want $1,000 for this camera? He's like, you'll see why once you get down here. So I go down there and I look at it. This, the camera's beat up. Like, you got marks on it, you got scratches. Uh, nothing wrong with the screen, nothing wrong with the sensor. So I'm like, you know what, I don't care. That's character on the camera, I, I want this camera. And he's like, okay, cool, thousand bucks. So I hand him a thousand bucks, he hands me a little bag. It comes with a Sony full, uh, A7 II full frame, comes with a, another $900 lens, a $600 like F, uh, what is it, 24 millimeter lens. And I'm like, yeah, this is way more than it costs. He's like, yeah, but I switched over to Canon, so I don't need them anymore. And I'm like, you just gave me like three grand worth of shit for $1,000. That's awesome. I'm not arguing with you. I had it all. That's an awesome deal, man. It was. It was awesome especially deal. great when I got it, <coughs> got home, uploaded a picture, blank picture up online to see the shutter count. Yeah. This thing had, didn't even have 20000 on it. Jeez, and then I'm just like, where? How did I get that lucky? That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's all. You know what's crazy is every time I went and was looking at a new uh, body for my camera, um, I would always ask the shutter count with these mirrorlesses, and every single person that I, that I told me, it doesn't matter about the shutter count on the mirrorless. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I've always wondered why it doesn't matter. Do you know why it doesn't matter? It every yeah, air quotes. Says it doesn't matter. It's the idea of a mirrorless camera is to have a digital shutter. Right. When we haven't actually got to that point, the new uh, Lumix GH6 has a digital shutter, so it doesn't actually have to flip that down to do anything. Oh, really? Can, there's a setting on it to where it can just take a picture just of what's on the screen. It's basically a glorified screenshot. Huh. But on that camera, if you do it that way, you don't get the maximum resolution that the camera can do. Right, right. Anybody that says if you have a uh, mirrorless camera that's before the GH6, shutter count still matters uh, on uh, DSLRs with the mirror setup that matters twice as much yeah. as a mirrorless one they're actually easier to fix if they ever break because you can just take off the front plate and just swap it all out it's kind of like computer parts just oh graphics card blew out spend two thousand dollars on a new one but it pops right in that's pretty much all it is of course shutter count counts all the time be careful though if you find somebody that's a filmmaker and they've been using like an A7S2 or an S3 and be like oh yeah the shutter counts only 1200 why are you listing this for eight hundred bucks? Uh, it's got about about two hundred thousand hours of film time on it, so that thing is hot. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I ended up picking up my Sony A7 II for five hundred bucks with five batteries and a road mic with it. Shit, when was that? I think uh, closer to three years. Three years. Three years ago. But it's used, and now I'm paying the price for the batteries because it's like. If I go, you know, out and shoot in the cold, I gotta turn, as soon as I get a shot, I gotta turn my camera off, turn it back on, because the cold just deems the batteries when they're outside. Like, they'll last like a half hour, 45 minutes. Either they're old batteries, or it's cold out and it's having wear and tear in them, but I really need to get some new batteries, which I found on Amazon, the, the batteries I have, you can get three of them with a three, like, holder charger for 35 bucks. Something about getting like two or three of those, just have two or three chargers, spend like $140 on nine batteries, and just have all new, all new brand new batteries. So 35 bucks is three batteries and yep. the charger? Yep, on okay. Amazon. I'm gonna need that link, because yeah. <laughs> we were talking about it before I came over, fucking incompatibility. It's like, yep. you are a Sony branded battery, yep. you're not incompatible. Right, it's not like it's like a, an off-brand battery either. It's like when I plug it into the charger, it's so funny how one of them does. It'll sit there and just, it will light up the screen, but like when it charges the battery, you know, bar goes up, right? It goes up. This yeah. one just stays. 
and doesn't move. It's just like an open battery when the bars don't show, and it's like, but it still charges. It still works. Yeah. I don't, but like I said, it's it's probably a good eight year old camera, if you know, plus the batteries. These cameras, uh, even though they're eight to almost ten, going on ten years old, these things are still top of the line. Oh yeah, the mirror. Yeah, this. Yeah, they're still top of the line. I just need different batteries and stuff like. It shoots great in low light. The video is good on it. The photo is good on it. Everything's good on it. I like it compared to the Canon. That's why I'm really glad I switched. I mean, I shot Canon for years and got that mirrorless. Saw the megapixels on it and saw everything else that it did. And yeah, it's like, dude. One thing I can say is the new R6, the Canon R6. My yeah. buddy Mitch's wife has it. $4,000 and I could have one. But for that type of power, I don't do, I don't do enough for that type of power. <laughs> Yeah, I really want to put my money. See, I would like to get like another like a Sony A7 V or something just to have like use this for like my podcast camera and then use a 7 V for like going out and shooting. But I really want to put my money on that two to six hundred either Sony lens. It's a two to six hundred millimeter. It's like twelve hundred or sixteen hundred dollars. The F4 or the F2.8? Uh, I think it's I think it's the F4. The F4, okay. Something like that. I can't remember which one it is. It's either the F2 or F4, but yeah, it's like sixteen hundred bucks. And I have a 70, 70 by 200 that just doesn't cut it. Like, when I go do shows for, like, a, my friends, it's like, huh? Is that a Tamron one? It's actually a Canon lens because I have, Canon, I have yeah. the uh, Canon adapter on there, the Sigma adapter. Oh, yeah. That's why cool. I actually realized it, too. The reason why the camera actually is the way it is is because it's a crop sensor. The, Son- or the not, adapter? Not the Sony. Yeah, the adapter is a crop sensor, so it's, really? like, so it's like this. It's, okay. it, I just noticed it, and I was, well, I was like, man, I, I wonder how you can change the settings on the camera to do that. And then I'm like, oh, I can't because that's how the adapter is. To change the settings on the camera to work with an APS-C? Yeah, like do the different ratio, like the screen and all that. Because like when you look at it on YouTube, it's just like a box. And, that, yeah. and, that's, and that's what's behind the lens is just like it's a box. So here, keep talking for a second. I think, I, think my, I don't think this... Oh, it, it, didn't look, it, it just it just doesn't look focused from here. That's oh, I'm yeah. sure. My I was bad. gonna say, yeah, the little box. I was actually wondering about that. I just thought that was the style you're going for. Yeah, which looks pretty good. I mean, everything's everything's pretty sharp and focused. It's just yeah. in a four three format. Right, right. Um, yeah, there there is a mode in the camera to work with an APS APS-C sensor. Is there? Yeah, I can show you when uh, when we get done here. I can show you now. Yeah, you want to put the headphones up and we can... Uh... Right, so we messed around with it and... Um, yeah, what did we figure out? Uh, in, in, these old, in these older versions of the uh, Sony cameras, there is an APS-C option to work with uh, sm- uh, the APS-C sensor ca- uh, lenses, like the 16mm or some of the older 20mm. You can force it to take that aspect ratio and put it out in the way that it normally would have been. If you use... Uh, a full-frame camera with an APS-C lens, there's a chance that it could turn it into a box. The square. Um, which isn't a big deal. Like I said, you can always just go in, into the editing and just pull it and stretch it apart. Yeah, before you leave, I'm going to try to pull up DaVinci, and I'm gonna just going to pull up a, maybe our video quick and just upload it to the, the computer and put it in DaVinci quick just to see, because I tried. Um, I do it custom every single time, but, like, there's different, like, at the top of the screen when you're doing... Um, when you're after before you render it um you can there's like six different 
like you can do a YouTube setting one, you can do like a couple other different setting ones. You need to get presets to, to, right. to render out to. So I wonder what it would look differently if I did like a YouTube setting. Do you think it would like stretch it out more? Or? It might. What that'll do is it'll go into the settings itself and it'll uh, put it for the parameters for 1920 by 1080. And it will, it might stretch it out on its own. But uh, what you want to do is you'll want to, I, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with DaVinci, but on Adobe Premiere, we get the option of setting up a sequence and then we go through the parameters of that. I always set it, I actually do all my videos in uh, 3840 by 2160, and I can explain that in a minute of why I do that. But what that'll do is it'll force uh, the sequence before you do any editing, before you do any uploading, it'll force your render location to be that size. So you throw your video in, you throw it on the timeline, you drag it up to the corner, uh, I would hold shift, grab the other corner of the video, and pull it down to the other end. Mm. So it'd be stretched out. If I like it, I like it. If I don't like it, I mean, I can pretty much screw around with it as much as I want. It almost makes me want, I almost want to like pull up. Yeah, if we want to do a tutorial, I mean, let's go. Because like, look, okay, so I even have it up right now. Well, no, I already rendered this video, so I'm going to have to open up a new one. Um, yeah, let's do this. I'll just grab. Don't delete anymore. Don't delete a video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to mess it up anymore. Um, I'm just going to actually close this out and just open it up again. And I made a pretty cool intro the other day um, on my tablet because mm -hmm. um, I don't have any programs on my computer to make anything with, but it's just pretty cool. It's just a bunch of that paint you saw, that scattered paint that was on that video, and it just says Garage Hangs with Chief Heimer, a podcast series. That's gonna be fucking And nice. then it just goes right into it, because like, usually all the videos are just like, yo, what's up, this is Chief Heimer with Garage Hangs here. You know, there's really no opener, no intro, or nothing to it, and I'm, I need to make an outro to it for it too, just so it's, you know, more professional. <laughs> and it looks better. Hey, that's the fun of doing all this, is learning on the go. I mean, yeah. I, I've, yep. been doing, I've been uh, making videos for like two years, and I'm still fucking... I'm still new to everything. So, from here, yeah, okay, go ahead and do a new project. JK. <laughs> Just kidding. So, the options I would get are, let's see. Let's grab this video. Yeah, sure. Oh god, that spinning wheel. Yeah, I'm a Windows guy, so I don't uh, I don't see that very often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this thing is a 2014 Mac version, and actually, this is the last version. Um, ooh, that's gonna that's gonna suck. Um, but yeah, so you go over here to the render. So here's your here's okay. here's the sizes and all this stuff. Master, HyperDoc, Master, okay. But then you got like YouTube, 1080p. Okay. But I don't know what all that means. All right, so. I got uh, Final Cut. These are just presets. It'll it'll set up everything like the bit rate, the ratio, and everything for that website. So YouTube does better with the 1080p uh, at like a 4,000 kilobit uh, ratio. But. What we're trying to what we're trying to focus on is actually making the video fill up the entire 1080p. Yeah. So what we'll want to do is, 
I, can you pull that down? Yep. All right. First things first, can you mute everything? Bottom uh, left. Can you mute the track? There you go. There so we go. don't have that problem. All right. So what you want to do, click up inside there, double click your video. Oh, it doesn't let us do that. So this is where it gets a little out of my... Oh, there we go. All right. But but look at though. It won't make the box. No, no. So go ahead and click one of these sides. And the edge of the 1080p ratio is right here. Yep. So that fills it in and that'll fill it in on the entire picture. And that'll bring it up to the 16 by 9 ratio while filming at the full f resolution that your camera can do. So this will make it wider. This will make it wider. Yep. So just by pulling... Oh. Yep. Um, the other option... So that, what? this was normally where it was at then? That's normally where it was at. That's what it's being filmed in. But you're able to pull it to the side and fill in the entire box. So oh, if you pull, nice. go ahead and pull that back in, you see these black bars where they end? Yeah. That's your, where your resolution maximum is. So that's where the 1080p resolution is. Oh, nice. Well, look at that. I just... <laughs> Just figure it out in a matter of minutes. Just press the button, man. Um, if you you might be able to do it a different way. You can right-click on your timeline here, um, clip attributes. I'm just kind of guessing. Right, right. So data levels. Go ahead and hit full. Uh, right here. Yep. Uh, where it says pixel aspect ratio. Nah, we don't got to worry about that. I'm just trying to see. On Adobe Premiere, we have the option of actually doing. A, 50%, 75%, or fill in, which it'll automatically crop the entire video on its own. But, I mean, just dragging a little bit isn't a big deal either. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So then just hit OK then? You hit OK. And now that's set up for 1080p. And that'll fill up in the entire screen. Easy. Just keep in mind that uh, filming on 4.3 and then stretching it out a bit, we're going to be a little fat. <laughs> This actually was the first video that me and my friend did without microphones or nothing. We just want I wanted to set up the camera just to see how it was. And we talked for like an hour and some odd change. There you go. Just for the hell of it. But yeah, it was just, uh, this is like the first kind of like episode that me and him, that actually originated from. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, um, I'm glad I learned something. Thanks for kind of showing me that. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, and then and then uh, you got on here DaVinci. So then you go over here to color. Check this out. The color correction. Yeah, yeah you just automatically go in there and freaking apply grade, or yeah, auto color, and it just fucking it just does it. Ooh, that is nice. <laughs> I can't tell you. I can't tell you how many how much of a nightmare I have color grading. But I on our cameras we have the option for S log two, which is. Uh, it's our like version of UHD ultra high definition. Yeah, and uh, it's not very good. It sucks. Everybody in the camera community agrees S log sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so we ju I just use Cine Four and just let it do its thing. Nice. Yeah, I'm not familiar with any of those programs. I had Premiere for a little bit, but didn't too much spend too much time on it. It's if you're doing this quite a bit, like every day, it's probably worth a, worth a subscription, but. If you've already learned DaVinci Resolve, stay away from Premiere. I really haven't even learned it. I've just been like, just literally doing the bare minimum just to get it up there, just to do it. Because like, 
I've learned. I mean, I, when I opened it up, I just learned. I went through and just like did. I didn't watch no tutorial, nothing. Like everything that I've done, I've just press button, just press buttons and figured it out. Like, yeah. oh, I gotta hit the back <laughs> button. Don't want to do that. <laughs> Trial and error, man. Trial and error. Trial and error. But yeah, that lens. I actually got that twenty-four by seventy. I got that from a lady from uh, Chicago that met me in Manchester Park, and I think she sold me that for four fifty. And it was the only. Um, she was the only one who had it, so I was a, I'm the second person to have it. And uh, I'm really glad I got it because it's a per, it's like a perfect lens for the podcast. Yeah, perfect. Like but, my fit, my fifty's way too way too small. <laughs> like I have an eighty mil, but that's not gonna do it. And no, then I have, have a to push that bitch all the way back. Oh right? yeah, I'd have to like yeah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> you get out of twenty-four to seventy. That's a two point eight, right? Yep. The Sony version, or even just the Sigma version, is twelve hundred dollars. I paid twelve hundred for mine. They tried to sell me the Sony version for like three thousand. I'm like, no. I'm already going a little nuts with the twelve hundred, man. I can't do more. <laughs> I'm on Marketplace all the time trying to find deals on lenses. Like the A7S II right now on Marketplace, you can find them for a grand. No I shit. Definitely look into those. Those are built for video. So what was it? A7S II. S2. Yeah. S2. Yeah. They're built, they're 4K uh, sensors. They're literally like a maximum jump up for video from our cameras. They're not as good as uh, with pictures, just because that's not what they were designated for. You said Sony A7. S2, so S-I-I. There's one still on the marketplace. I don't know how there's so many on there right now. I've looked over the course of weeks to see if they sell and they're still going, they're still up there. There's an S2 for 950. Yep, Madison, right? Yep. Yeah, that one's been up there for like a month. There's a one for 850 in Madison too. DeForest, there's one for 1,100. Another one in Madison for 950. And if you look at those brand new, you're gonna have to keep in mind that these aren't gonna have the shutter, an actual shutter count, just because they're built for video. So you want to ask like an estimated uh, runtime. And then go from there. But a thousand bucks for one of those is insane because they're still going brand new for twenty five hundred dollars. I mean, even if you walk up to the guy, like the guy in Madison, be like, "Yo, I got seven hundred cash." Oh, he'll take it. He'll he'll take it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm I'm I always when I go do stuff like that in marketplace, dude. Like, yo, are you willing to drive to Edgerton, dude? Like, are you willing to drive here, and meet up somewhere? If not, like, hey, you mind taking like seventy five to fifty dollars off for me driving there and back? You know, like, most of the time the photographers that I deal with, they're pretty nice people, but most of the time there's some of the times where they're just like nah price is firm and i'm like that's why i say only in my area and it's like i understand you want it in your area of where you live so you don't have to deal with outsiders but i'm willing to drive i drive i drove two and a half hours to go pick up a ps5 dude <laughs> like i wait i burned five hours of my time driving to go pick oh, up a ps5 yeah. i will go and do, pick up something if it's a deal <laughs> yeah john you gotta join us on our on our car escapade <laughs> fucking my buddy dom drove 13 hours one way for a shitbox bmw oh geez just for the wheels he drove it back got the wheels off and then jumped the fucker oh my god i'm like why did you just drive out there and get the wheels he's like well, i basically made what i what i bought for it for junking it you moron <laughs> spent your time a little better <laughs> genius so what do you like shooting the most do for with photos uh it's gonna be mostly cars uh lately it's actually been my my over expensive gun hobby <laughs> uh but no i will I, I get hired quite a bit to do uh small car car events 
and uh, I've been dipping into real estate. Real estate is the money maker. You, yeah. you, you're all, you always got work. Yep. Um, I've I've been branching out of the car scene more and more often because, like I said, that's where I started, and that's where I got very very good. I've pretty much got to the pinnacle of making a car look shiny, brand new off the lot, like it's in Mount Everest. I don't know why I did that with my buddy's charger. I just put it in Mount Everest. <laughs> um, but I wanted to branch out and do other things. One thing I figured out I am not good at is people. Um, I can, on video with uh, color correction, I can kind of get the, the, the colors right. Like myself on my streams, yeah, I look kind of orange. But, you know, I've got a tan. I've got to, I've got to make it seem like I touch grass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> touch grass, not snow. <laughs> uh, people are not my specialty. Cars, if you need a car, uh, if you need pictures of a car blown up on canvas uh, for websites, dealerships, I've done a couple for those, done inventory. Uh, they don't like my pricing. I don't get very much of those anymore. They're like, yeah, we can just do it with our phones. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue with it. That's business. <laughs> right. Uh, weddings. I've gotten into weddings. I'm glad I got into that. Um, you want to talk about? You want to talk about big paychecks? Oh yeah. Weddings. If you know what you're doing and you have a good firm price behind what you stand for, and you create a memory that will last them a lifetime, you will have no problems. Exactly. And but they are stressful. Weddings are the number one hardest photography thing you can do mm -hmm. because you have one shot. You can't just say, oh, redo the kiss. Everybody's just going to look at you like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah there's no option for that. <laughs> oh, uh, I've had a second shooter uh, royally screw up a wedding that I was doing. They were paying me $3,000. Um, we were getting shots. What was it? I was on my drone. I was getting drone video, drone shots. And uh, I told him, I'm like, I want you to just get, I need you to focus on three, three points of view. The kiss, the ring, and uh, walk down the aisle. Mm -hmm. I just wanted the two coming down the aisle back, you know, doing their thing. He somehow screwed up all three of those. He, okay, he screwed up two, and the last one wasn't his fault. I'm not going to blame him for that one. Uh, the kiss, for some reason, he just wasn't paying attention. He was on his phone. And I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just kind of ignored it. I'm just like, dude, you just, you just screwed out of that one. Um, we can redo the kiss, but it has to be in a different setting. You know, it's not something they're going to want to hear. Um, the rings uh, were out of focus. Uh, to be fair with him, the camera he was using was mine. Um, I had it on autofocus. If you look on our LCD screens, it, you know just as well as I do, it looks sharp as hell on our screens. You blow it up on a computer, and all of a sudden, well, for some reason, the ring itself is out of focus, but I can see the hair follicle just two inches up. So that was that one. The third one was walking down the aisle. Um, somebody's kid actually ran out and <laughs> they got excited and like ran into his leg. So he got toppled over and he's just sitting there trying to do it on the ground. I'm just like, just, just stop, just stop. <laughs> so uh, that couple wasn't too happy with that. Oh, I bet not, um, man. I didn't blame them. They were nice enough. They did want to do redo shots uh, of their own ideas. But I told yeah. them, like, look, I'm not going to charge you. An arm and a leg for it like you pay me what you think you, you were they still get they still paid me 500 bucks right and it was only a 20 minute drive over to evansville so i'm like i'm not mad at all yeah <laughs> but uh i'm sorry dude if you hear this i am 
you're not coming with me again. <laughs> <laughs> Get you some practice first and then see, see what's up. <laughs> yeah, you know what's crazy is there's really no... Pr- there actually really is no practicing for a wedding. Every time, the first one you do, the mistakes you did on the first one, you cannot repeat again. Pretty much on that, like... You can be shown, like, you can be told, you can go on YouTube and watch videos and, like, what to get, do this. But the thing is, is the thing we do, our craft, you can't just be like everybody else. You have to stand out and, and do something different than everybody else. You know, like, there's a million photography wedding, wedding uh, photographer weddings out there. Like, wedding photographers, I mean, sorry. <laughs> I couldn't even say it right. So many wedding photographers out there that you you ha- there's something has to be unique about you exactly. and and when you don't have that and you're just doing that all the time like you're just falling in the same category i think as everybody else but there are people who do like that i used to do it all the time but i stopped doing all that just because it wasn't making me happy anymore it was making me money but like being an artist was not making me happy because i was doing what everybody else wanted me to do and then you're basically just copy pasting whatever, whatever pretty much yeah i was just trying to get money to get new gear um go on trips if I want to go shoot photos somewhere or something and after I put my foot down and kind of just stopped doing that um, I, I got a lot more happier and doing like more creative art like on my tablet like having something in my head put it on the, the paper with the ink or paint or whatever the podcast yeah I mean I do paint I do paint and pours too um, I write well as soon as I get this new house, eventually, I'll have a music studio in my basement too because <laughs> I really want to develop myself as an artist. I can I can rap, I can I can make beats, I can do all that, but I really want to explore myself as an artist outside. So like I'm just an artist for life. <laughs> it doesn't matter what kind of style it is. It's just gonna be a whole different, a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah, uh, with, with weddings, it's getting it's it's kind of getting hard to want to want to do them. Yeah, because uh, and I'm not I'm not trying to poke at anybody who likes the style but yeah the style of the basic bronze everything bronze in a wedding yeah you know what i'm talking about everything's like sepia well, orange well yeah or everyone wants their wedding like someone else's yeah they never have any true original ideas and that's another thing that throws me off too it's like the brighter than groom are like you know we want photos like my friend cassie's wedding and it's like I would refuse to do any kind of wedding like that because if you have no creativity, I can't help you because I don't want to do something else that someone else did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's another reason why I stopped doing it. But I think video, if I got more better at video for weddings, I think it'd be a lot more enjoyable because you're doing a lot more. You're not just depending on those three shots. Like, you got B-roll, you got intro, you got outro, you got a couple other different shots. But, man, I think it's I think it'd be more of a challenge in taking photos because photos it's like do 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 you know walking down the aisle of video it's just like if you trip once and fall over what are you gonna do then? <laughs> you know, like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you yeah what are you gonna do then? <laughs> uh, you know coming to that topic I did do a video wedding with somebody. Um, it was it was a lot more fun. Um, he t- he took care of the main stuff that we needed which was, it actually wasn't that bad, because with video, you can just cut out parts that don't make sense, and if you end up cutting out too many parts, well, guess what? You have a whole B-roll sequence. Yeah, you got the whole clip still left over from before, so you can just go take bits and pieces of it, you know? But the hard part is, I was one of seven guys on the project, so you have a lot more second shooters, because you're going to need all these angles for this and that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, The guy paid us graciously. I mean, he was from... Lake Geneva, so <laughs> he had the money. Nice. Um, People out there have money. <laughs> but yeah, video video weddings are a 
whole lot more fun, a whole lot more creative. Uh, one way I've, I've figured out to get myself out of not wanting to do a wedding is I'll do it and I'll give them three sets of edits. So they'll, they'll be like, oh, how many pictures do I get? It's like, well, you get, what, 110 uh, for one set? And uh, I'll go through that, do that. I'll go through uh, the same picture for three sets and I'll edit them separately. I'll give the classic bronze. If somebody wants a classic bronze, I'm not gonna argue with you, here you go. Uh, I'll put my own spin on one, and then the third one, usually I'll kind of play with what their idea was, and then I'll send them all three, obviously with watermarks and whatnot, so, and I'm like, you can pick one of these sets, I can't send you all three. Um, except for one dude who did want all three, and that was a, that was a, big fat paycheck <laughs> that's awesome but I give them options and they they absolutely love it they're like I I didn't think I'd get an option for edit styles yeah it's like well this one picture is your three options and this is this is pretty much what all of these ones are gonna look like all these ones so, so that's far. a really good idea man like I had kind of a, a little like <laughs> package deal like I was there for weddings for like four hours or you want me there for the whole day you know stuff like that so like a four-hour wedding i'd want like 500 a full day i do a thousand and that's just doing photos i didn't think that was too bad the no, first package first package it's like 80 to 100 full edited photos with a full photo release so like if i take a thousand photos and i edit 120 of them you get had another complication my battery's dying again but luckily for this guy this is the reason why i'm having podcasts is because he showed me something that um, it's a battery that plugs into my camera that has a cord to it that plugs into another cord that goes into your outlet to your wall so the battery never freaking dies. And it's only 25 bucks, so. So now you, I better start seeing like three, four hour podcasts. Right, and actually, <laughs> I gotta turn that heater down. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah One of these days, I'll just get really good at doing the show, and I won't have any hiccups or anything like that, and I'll have to get up and turn my heater off and turn my heater down because it thinks loud as shit. <laughs> Whatever, though. It provides a heat in here. I think it's, like, a good comfortably 68 in oh, here. Oh, yeah, it feels great in here. Yeah. But it also takes two hours to heat it up because <laughs> it's that so cold. True. That is true. <laughs> ah, so, yeah. It's been fun so far, man. Yeah. Talking about photography. Oh, one thing uh, earlier when we were going through uh, the Da Vinci settings, yeah. I did want to explain. So, with uh, you have how many followers on on YouTube? Do you have how many subs? I think, I think like thirty-four. Thirty-four. So, one thing you should know is with YouTube's uh, whole system setup, if you don't have more, if you're not in the YouTube Partner Program, which I think is like one thousand subs and four thousand hours of your shit. Um, <laughs> they actually have three different types of codecs that they use for your video quality. Uh, I learned this the hard way because all my videos, for some reason, I even did it on my phone. My phone shoots in 4K, uh, 4K 60. For some reason, they were all pixely and looked like shit. Well, if you're, if you're on a computer and you go to a YouTube video, you right-click and you hit Stats for Nerds, it brings up all these uh, codexes, uh, stream bit rates, all this shit. Hmm. If you're not part of a YouTube partner program, you will get the absolute bottom dollar codec that they got, which doesn't compress very well, it looks like crap, but your video's up there, it does what it does. I figured out if you upload in 4K, so 3840 by 2160, YouTube is forced to use the top tier codec. 
okay. and your video will look fantastic. No shit. And it'll stay at the same bitrate because it doesn't need to change the bitrate at all. It's just prioritizing you at the bottom of the list for video quality. Oh, okay. So when you upload your videos, what I would suggest, render in 4K, upload in 4K, and then you can you can disable the 4K option when you're doing the upload, if you want, uh, and people can only watch in 1080p, but you'll get the maximum codec. So your videos will look a whole lot better. Do my videos look good now? Yeah, they look they look fantastic now. I'm just I'm just giving you a little no bit no I know I'm just you're ever wondering that. Yeah, I just haven't had I've had a couple of, like inputs from the video, but since you're you do video and I don't really do video, from what I've been putting up, is it <clears throat> is it decent quality? Yeah, it's decent quality. The only thing that confused me, like I said, was just the box. Yeah. I didn't know if that was just your style or if uh, that's how. That's all you can record. Initially, that's how I just thought it was, because <laughs> of, of the lens. But then I took the lens off, and I'm like, the adapter's doing that. <laughs> the adapter's doing that. Now, so if I go buy a Sony, Sony 20, 20, uh, 24 by 70, it's probably going to cost me a lot of money, it's and gonna, then I won't have that problem. They're still going but, for one thousand ninety-nine dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd rather spend my money on that two to six hundred and go shoot some awesome animal footage somewhere. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's just an idea for you for, because I think I was at like twenty subs and I started realizing like I am, I am doing way too much for uh, basically just to get cucked by YouTube itself. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna cuck them right back. <laughs> I'm gonna force them to let me use this. <laughs> so when you say that, so like, do I have to have a, like, do I have to see growth in that for them to, for me to keep my channel? Is that what you mean by that, or is that just for like? For you to keep your, no, 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 no. This is just for like video and stuff, like the quality of it. It's just stuff? video. Oh, okay, I was, not, gonna, I was gonna say like, you're I gotta not gonna get, get tagged for any for. Okay, I was gonna, I was gonna say like, I gotta have like 20 subscribers a week, and I'm. To make it, that's, no, that's, no. that's, that's, that's kind of what I thought you meant. Like, oh, dude, you got to get subscribers to make it. I'm like, oh, no, no I'm trying no. my hardest. <laughs> no, you, you don't have to have a specific growth. That's what I like about YouTube so far compared to Twitch. I've been on Twitch for five years, and uh, I've I've barely had any growth. But I started on I started doing YouTube videos about two months ago. I've seen more growth in two months on there than I have in five years on Twitch. That's YouTube, crazy. Do you use hashtags and shit like on YouTube and uh, Twitch? Can you use hashtags on Twitch? You can. Uh, they don't really work as they should. Right. Uh, they kind of changed their system back in like 2017, 2018. So all hashtags are now are just hashtags. Nobody, nobody looks up stuff by hashtags on Twitch. Okay. They all look it up by uh, uh, video game uh, topics and like multiplayer, and that's about it. Oh, okay. But on YouTube, if you if you want to use hashtags, you'll need to. First, I'd say research uh, on your topic, so podcast. First first one I'd put, if I were you, podcast, hashtag podcast. Right. That can either be in the title. Most people won't put it in the title. Yeah. What you want to do is put it in the description. Yeah. The first three hashtags you use on YouTube are going to be your main source that it's going to pull from. So you'll be in the podcast section. You'll be in the stream section. Uh, you know, so on and so on. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, after that, you can put in as many as you want. There's uh, really no limit aside, you know, up to the... Uh, the character the space. Character yeah, yeah, 250, I think. Just keep in mind that the first three you put up there are the only ones it's really going to pull from. The other ones are just, okay, if it's going to be there, they'll throw you in. Like, right. Okay. Yeah, because, like, when I did the description, it was, like, um, <clears throat> Chief Heimer episode so-and-so was so-and-so. We talked about hashtag Green Bay Packers, and then... Um, 
this was an awesome hashtag podcast and then did something else but it was all in sentences like I actually just didn't do like podcast Green Bay Packers artist uh, time of your life whatever I actually gave like a written out description of it and I, is that is that so cool to do but this will take for them top three or like should I just do like podcast life artist or whatever and then just don't have any description uh, no, you'll always want a description. If people see a video that uh, doesn't, it's it's kind of try. It's kind of like learning how people think on YouTube. What yeah. they, what pulls their attention. Right. Um, I'm, new, I, I'm new to this, so. No, no, you're good. I'm glad to help. Uh, one thing I would suggest is sitting down and making thumbnails for these, or making just a basic uh, uh, thumbnail for your entire show, and putting like episode one, two, three, four, or five. For some reason, if a video has a custom up thumbnail uploaded, it helps push it into the impression system. And the impressions are what gets people to click on the video. You know how you're going through and you see uh, somebody, the picture for their video is them blown up on the left side, and then on the right side is the topic that they're looking at. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Get, it kind of gets you like, oh, what the fuck is this? And then you click on it, and then it's scam bait for a, an iPhone. <laughs> but you clicked on it, right? Right. So. The garage hangs. Oops. So I was just gonna show you. What so that's kind of like what I sorry. That's kind of like what I did for my like description of the video, like how it, it you know, I mean, I put in sentences, I put a couple hashtags in there. And that's that can work. Yep, that'll that that will work uh, just the same. So all it'll do actually is it'll take the Green Bay Packers, uh, the tattoos and the Dragon Balls. That'll be that'll be the main focus of what those uh, three. YouTube so is you, pushing out. you gotta have like <clears throat> so pretty much like it does have to I be in order. When I upload this one, it's gonna want to be like videographer, photographer, Sony A7 II. It can. Yep. Because um, like those are gonna be like the top three mainly that we kind of like talked about. Yep. You know? Well, uh, I would suggest making podcast your your first one every single time. Oh, okay. Um, just that so works. it puts you, it keeps you in that algorithm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And what that does is, uh, the more more you upload onto YouTube with that one hashtag, yeah, it's gonna be like, okay, this is this guy's niche. So you're gonna be forcibly put into that section of YouTube. Oh, okay. Whereas my stuff, uh, this one's a tutorial. They changed how this all looks, so. So, like I said, you can put it in the the title or the the, the uh, description. As long as the hashtags start in the description, I put mine all the way down at the bottom. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's not the very first thing that people see. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's just trying to push this. It's like they read down it. They're like, oh, this involves uh, cinematography, AR-15s, and a how-to. So tutorial. And then usually, usually with my gun stuff, if I put anything else after that. It doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just finding ways to fuck with YouTube and make it work to your benefit. Yeah, and like I said, I'm completely new to it. And the fact that the last two and a half weeks I've had this channel, I've had you know almost the 40 subscribers, and I've had. I You've grown fast. It's awesome. it's kind of crazy. To, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like I just been pushed. You know what crazy is? Like the before the first week was done with for putting Amber and my episode up on YouTube for the first time. We were already at like 150 views, and that wasn't put on Facebook, no social media, not telling any of my friends, not nothing, and that was pretty crazy. And then two and a half weeks from now, it's at 260 now. I'm 266. Pretty happy Which about it. Is yeah, that's fantastic. I have 173 subs, and I think my most viewed video is like 1,082. 
but that video, I I didn't do anything special. I have no idea why I got anywhere. Yeah. Like I I uploaded it at nine o'clock at night, um, and then I woke up the next morning to like fifty comments, uh, eleven hundred views, and I'm just like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. And this this one video was the only one I didn't do anything, any description. I didn't do any hashtag for some pretty reason. <laughs> it just went somewhere. I'm like. Okay, YouTube is confusing as shit. <laughs> you know, I've actually thought about that too, because like some of the videos like I see on YouTube are like done way too much. Like mine is so simple. I have an intro now to where it kicks off like, hey, this is Garage Hangs with Chief Heimer, and then it goes right into the episode. That's perfect. And yeah, it is. I don't have like all these like like when like oh yeah it's not like boom roasted at the bottom or like something that pops up and like <laughs> boom like you know stuff like that like makes me not want to watch it because like it's not natural like it's this is natural right now and this is another reason why i wanted to start it is to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation because people cannot nowadays yeah that's 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 another thing that i i don't like seeing on youtube and on all these social media programs it's just overly done stuff it's like yeah it, ru it ruins it. It's like, well, oh, why did you click off of that? This fucking music. Yeah. Why do you keep screaming this? Just shut up. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's their way of doing it. I'm not I'm not blaming them. Yeah, something. yeah, it's way of being creative. Like it's just yeah. not my taste. It's not my style. It's not my taste. Yeah, it's like uh, is it, I had, a, I had a, a big conversation on YouTube with a whole bunch of streamers. Uh, part of our the PUBG community. That's where I originally started with all my streaming was on Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Yeah, yeah. Got really good at it. Got really known. The game is pretty much dead, but all the big streamers, we all know each other. And uh, I can say out of most of us, there's like, there's me, uh, Corky, Crutch, and I'm just naming off people I know from there, and uh, Subtimor. There's We don't fake anything on camera. Yeah. That's one thing I don't like, is, is when people start f faking who they are. Yeah. And you see that a lot with like the uh, uh, family YouTubers. Oh. Like, oh, uh, the, the father or the mother is using their family for views. It's like, what the hell, man? Yeah, people do anything nowadays to make some money. Once again, I'm just doing this for fun. I had a, you know, it's actually crazy. Is one of my, this, this dude I know on my Facebook, I don't really actually really physically know him, but he's been my friend for a certain amount of time. And he literally messaged me and was like, I hope you get as big as Joe Rogan. And I was like, the goal here is just to I have fun. I was like, just it's it's like I'm just here to have fun, have conversation. You know, I've already had a conversation with a, a kid that I grew up with back in like middle school that I haven't seen in a long time. Shout out David Byerly, thank you very much for coming over on episode. Uh, I think you were four, four or five. Um, and that's the whole point is just to rekindle, get to know, and have a good time. If I get, you know, after a thousand subscribers, you start getting cut by YouTube for a pay, uh, for for a check. I know that for a fact. You get a thousand subscribers in, you will get paid every three months from YouTube. It doesn't matter if it's fifty bucks or a hundred dollars. You're still getting paid for your art, and that's why I like being an artist. Because <laughs> one day we'll get paid for doing this. It'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be worth it. Yep. Because this, this might be the, the start of it because it's crazy. Like, my fiance was even bringing it up. She's like, how many people didn't want to jump at your photography that bailed on you and all this other stuff, but now you got a YouTube channel and they all want to come over and talk to you? And she's like, maybe it's because it's free. And I'm like, maybe. That might be the reason why everyone wants to be on the show because it's free or they really want to be on the show with me to be on the show with me and to have a conversation. But... 
you know, <clears throat> people who don't want to get photos done by me, it, it doesn't hurt my feelings any. I don't care. Like, no, once it's, again, it's just, it's not, you know, I've had a lot of people bail on me, but, <laughs> you know, I just, I just know not to uh, reach out to them and, you know, yeah. I get life happens, but, you know, it really sucks bailing on an artist, man, especially when you've had it shot for, like, planned for a month. There's, there's a so big difference of bailing on an artist, in my opinion. There's a difference of something came up or all of a sudden, you know, you had a, like you had some reason you couldn't pay for it anymore. Right. I'm not going to blame you for that. What I do, yeah. what I get severely pissed off about is getting the same message. Can you take these pictures for exposure? No. That's not, that's not how that works. And then 99% of the time they won't even tag your name on it? Yeah, they won't. Um, what was it? Me, me and my buddy were asked to do a small event, and we were talking to the guy for like a week. It came down to, uh, we, we gave him an estimate on how much it's going to cost for our services, for our skill, for our time, uh, for editing, for the pictures. And this guy's like, oh, uh, we were hoping you, we could just do it for, uh, and get your name out there. And I'm just like, we just spent a week going over all this trying to figure this out, setting up plans. Yeah. We're like, we're not doing for exposure. We we sent them we sent them an estimated bill. It was like four thousand dollars. Right. It was a it was a decent sized event, but he also wasn't the host. So now I'm I'm more tolerable. I I just straight up ignore him. I just cut ties. I'm like I'm not doing it for this guy. He, I know what he wants. I'm not going to do it. Right. My buddy on the other hand, he's he gets very irritated. He's done the, he's been doing this a lot longer. Yeah. And he tries he really tries to re-enter like hey this is going to cost a certain amount of money but this is the first time i have generally seen uh, genuinely seen him get pissed off because we're talking to the dude we're face to face and the dude just keeps on spewing oh you know i'll put your name out on here we'll put you on websites we'll put you on this and the best thing i've ever fucking heard and it just sticks in my mind my buddy's just like and who the fuck are you and he just he just stopped and I'm just like Okay. <laughs> right, right. I'm just like that is a very good point. Yeah. So if anybody comes to you and offering you exposure for your photography or your videos, just you know, for your art, for what you're talented and good at, mm -hmm. if their main focus is to put your name on a board, don't take it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that I'm not that kind of person, nor artist either. I don't. I, I would want to. I want to work my way up, and that's the whole point of. If you are an artist, it's from the beginning, <clears throat> and the end, and all the middle is the journey from it, and what happens at the end of it when you're done with it. It's everything in between right now that matters, and people don't understand that, but some artists do, and some artists don't. I like to explain that too because it's true. Yeah. It's very true. It's. When you pick up a microphone and want to be a hip-hop artist or a country star or whatever, the goal is to not be rich. The goal is to not have everything you've wanted because once you get everything you've wanted, what else is there to do? Do things that you love to do them to love and it'll make other people happy in the process. Like, I don't know how much feedback I've gotten from this show. It's insane. Like, even on Facebook alone, people on comments that I don't even know that are just like, you're doing a great job, this is awesome, and it's like... You're doing a very good God, job. I'm this not... Nice. I appreciate it, man. I, I Once me and my fiance move into a, uh, a, big, a bigger house and have a finished garage, it won't be like it is now with this heater going in the background, and it'll be nice and warm in here and stuff like that, and 
Yeah, heater will be up in the up in the roof. <laughs> yeah, de yeah, definitely. It's it's going to be like an electric or a gas heater, like up in the corner, to where it's silently on, and it's going to be con temperature controlled too. So, you know, if I have someone come over for an episode, I can crank it up to 75 and let it ride for a few hours, and I won't have cracks and you know absorbing air in here and you know because even like the garage door this crack right here goes all the way to the garage door and it just seeps in air oh, just yeah. constantly I have a have a jacket covering the hole right now so <laughs> air, does, air doesn't get in there right now but but I really appreciate the comment um, on telling me I've been doing a good job I don't even know what I'm doing but I've been told I'm doing a good job of it I just he's doing what you don't know what you're doing exactly exactly <laughs> yep exactly I've just doing things that I love, man. And yeah. trying to, not trying, but I'm, I'm enjoying my time while I'm here and doing it, you know. And I think you are too. You have, you. I think you have a really good time doing what you do too. You, your imagination's off the wall from what I've seen from your videos, and you have such a not normal personality, you know what I mean? Like, not like everybody else. Like, even the video you sent me earlier, like, I got my camera battery, I got my monitor battery, and I got my camera. And my, my fiance is like, does he talk like that? I'm like, I don't think so. Because <laughs> we haven't, no, no. this is our first time meeting, so I'm like, I doubt he talks like a cowboy. <laughs> and if he did, oh well. Uh, but yeah, my personality uh. is, is all sorts of fucked up. Uh, that's why that's why when, I, when uh, you messaged me, I immediately wanted rules. Yeah. Because I'm like, they're, I, the way I am can come off as very offensive, very rude. Uh, I am extremely sarcastic. I don't, I don't try and be an asshole. I just say asshole things. <laughs> so do I. Um, and I get looked at differently, but I don't care. The way, the way I do it, I, I don't care. I, I don't have a care of what people think of me. Yeah. I, I lost that feeling like 15 years ago. I, I do what I enjoy. If people don't like it, one, does it affect them? 99.9% chance, it doesn't. Yeah. So in my mind, fuck them. Yeah. If they, if they want to hate on me for that, I mean, okay. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, right? You can always unfollow me, too. <laughs> exactly. You can always unfollow me from social media if you don't like me. Or like my photos, or like my podcasts, or like my thoughts. No one's here for permanency. Like... <laughs> The door's been shown for to many in the last decade for me. <laughs> I don't have a problem, you know. <laughs> that's a that's a big deal on Twitch too. I, I don't know what I don't know if it's just the community I'm in, but I get so many people coming into my chat just ripping on me this and that. And I just I get asked by people who follow me genuinely, and they're like, "Why don't you ban these people?" And I'm like, "Why?" I can look to my right and just laugh. <laughs> yeah. Like they they're coming at me angry. Like I've already won. Dude, there was a guy that commented on a photo on my photography page. This is crazy. He said, quit taking pictures with your camera. I mean, with your phone. You should go get a camera instead. And I said, I shot this on a Sony a7 II, if you know what that is. If you don't, I can send you a link because you're old as shit. <laughs> and you're probably shooting on, like, a Canon T5 or something even older than that as a DSLR. This guy just, like, went out of his way completely, dude. And it was such a nice picture, too. It was, like, a picture on the river. Um, Janesville River, Rock River. I'll have to look it up. And it looked, it, it, there's nothing wrong with it, dude. Like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It was a great photo. And then it's he, what like, you liked, right? Yeah, and that's pretty much, that's the whole point of it is what I want to shoot and what I like to shoot. Mm -hmm. And there's just these haters that go and mess it. Like, it's, they go out of their way just to say, dude, that photo was shot on a phone. It's like, 
dude, you're so right. You were there with me shooting and everything. Like I was you by myself. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you. You might as well have been looking through the viewfinder and said you shot it. Goof ass. I. It's how it's how some people are. And you just gotta just take it with a grain of salt and just be like, yeah, yeah okay, cool. Yeah, I usually just delete their comments and block them, so they can't ever see my stuff again. Because <laughs> they're not worthy to see my shit if they're gonna do stupid stuff like that, you know. See, I. That's the way I look at it. Cause I don't have time to put up with it. That's true. I, don't I really do don't. That. I don't do that. Um, I'm probably a little more sadistic about it. Cause with my community on Twitch, and I've made this a staple on my my community, and this is probably why I haven't gotten anywhere with it. Um, my Twitch is, as I said in my text to you, I do no bars hold. Do what you want. Yeah. But I am not. I am not telling these people what to do. I am not uh, giving them. Uh, advice on what to do. I'm not telling them how to do it. Yeah. My community knows if somebody comes in and they're nice, you treat them as a friend. You do. If you if you decide to come into my community, uh, like like my buddy Mark, he know he's been following me for like three or four years on Twitch. Anybody that comes in, if they're nice, everybody in the chat's going to be nice to them. Of course, they're going to be nice. Yeah. If somebody comes in and I've had this happen a few times, and there's there's two people on my on my PUBG hit list. I'm not killing anybody. Uh, <laughs> if in the, I ever, in the video game hit list, in the video game hit list, <laughs> if I ever see them in game, they are a target. They're dead. Like I will go for them. I will. I will. I, I have bypassed other players shooting at me. And I'm like I know where this fucker is. He's first, and then I'll come to you guys. But uh, if you come into my channel and you're being a dick, you're just immediately a piece of shit. I give my entire community permission to drive you off of, off the internet. Yeah. Because it's not me doing it. It's if they feel like they want to defend me in any reason, I am so glad for that. I'm glad to have friends like that. But you're not safe. You're not there's no safety net in my in my community there. Yeah. If you if you're a piece of shit, we're gonna treat you like one. <laughs> well of course, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> People on the internet suck anyway, dude. For the most part, they just don't have anything better to do besides rat on someone because they're not doing anything. You know, they work that nine to five, they wake up, their life shit, they don't have a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, kids, and they just scroll the internet and troll and have nothing better to do, I think. That's why I got off of Reddit and 4chan. Yeah. I don't go there anymore. Never got on that stuff. Don't. Do not go to 4chan. Reddit's tame. Reddit's tame now. 4chan? Yeah. Nope, 4chan's still a fucking shithole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it, but I've never actually gone on it. I don't even know what it is. Is it kind of like Reddit? Uh, take Reddit and take every law that you can think of and throw it out the window. There is so much weird shit on 4chan. You got stuff like, you've obviously got uh, porn stuff, you've got dark web shit. Yeah. Um, you got animation. You got normal stuff. You got animation like TV shows. Um, a lot of what people use 4chan for is, uh, surprisingly enough, like 80% of it is dealing with shitty people from shitty people. <laughs> um, they've used their they've used their uh, I'll, I'll call them general knowledge of 4chaners to like find uh, like killers, pedophiles, rapists around the world. There was this thing with fucking Shia LaBeouf, and it was the funniest shit ever. A couple of years ago, I don't know if you remember seeing it somewhere online, but he would put up a flag and have he'd have a meltdown for some reason in front I of it. I think so, yeah. Fucking 4chan 
at some point, okay, Shia LaBeouf pointed a camera at a at a flag up on top of a building. You could only see the flag and you could only see the sky. Well, before that, there were so many instances of people from 4chan going by and taking this flag down. They wouldn't break it or anything. They'd literally just undo it and set it on the ground and leave. <laughs> and it was hilarious. So Shia LaBeouf pointed a camera up at a flag and all that, all that you could see was the flag and the sky, right? These nerdy sons of bitches figured out the flight paths of planes in the background and the weather and found this flag in 40 minutes. Yeah, they found it in 40 fucking minutes. And we're watching this live stream and all of a sudden we see the flag go down and the entire chat that's watching the flag is just fucking going nuts like, four chance at it again! And that was the last time Shia LaBeouf did that and I'm just like, these people are so fucking weird. <laughs> oh my god, dude, no way. It was like United Airlines flight patterns, they figured out the state and the exact building. Where, this, the, where the photo was taken? It was a live stream. Oh, the flag, okay, yeah, oh. it was a 40 minute live stream of the flag. So they watched this, they saw planes going in the background and calculated, I'm like, you guys are on 4chan and you can do this shit? That's insane. Send this to the moon, man! <laughs> <laughs> they, can, they can be so, so much... They can also be very, very dangerous, too. I mean, there's been plenty of times where they'd find people's houses and to attack them or rob them, but those people would end up getting justice. It's, <laughs> it's a freaky place. Don't go there. <clears throat> yeah, I'm good. I don't, I don't want to do any of that. I don't even really like uh, speaking into Alexa in the house. No? You don't like the government? Talking back to you? No. That's why you say Alexa. Is I hope y'all are listening because you suck. <laughs> That's why you say Alexa uh, is the government listening to us, and then it shuts off. <laughs> There's someone behind the screen. You know what's crazy to talk about that? Have you seen? Do you have Netflix? No. Have you had Netflix or not? Uh, two years ago, okay. I got rid of my subscription because they don't update anything anymore. Well, yeah, very much. Yeah, it's kind of lame. But there is a, a documentary on there called The Social Dilemma. I have heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it? Yeah. You should take some time to watch it. It's uh, it's actually pretty insane. They, they're they saying pretty much that there is someone right now at a job that is looking at your screen, hypothetically, looking at your screen on your phone. So like when I turn my phone on like this, someone is behind it and they can see and they, they throw things at your phone um, they tell you to um, <clears throat> like um, for me personally when I muted all my notifications for Facebook Messenger and Snapchat about every week at the top when I open up Snapchat to go to the chats where all my chats are it would say at the top go turn your notifications back on like it, it's encouraging me to go turn my notifications back on but the whole point of this documentary is is that they were saying since cell phones came out, there has been no law on anything protecting us. They have been recording data from us since 1995, if not 2000. Of everyone that's had a cell phone, all they've been doing is collecting data on this thing. There has been no guidelines. There has been no terms and conditions to uh, sign for us 